Alex Maloof, and this is the IBC Amina podcast. Thank you for tuning in this week. We've got a fantastic guest, uh, Steph Bridgman. Um, she is an expert in NERI, which we're all keen to learn more about, which is measurement. Before I pass over to Steph, uh, I want to give you a couple of details about her. Um, she's been working in PR measurement for 20 years, uh, an issue with the likes of Richard Bagnall and Paul Hender at Metrica. Um, as she puts it back in the early days, um, and uh, supported by her team of freelance media analysts, she provides consultancy and project managers flexible agile teams looking at areas such as content analysis, data collection, data press summaries, and report writing for a myriad of media intelligence firms for a selection of clients. So with that, Steph, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Alex. Thanks for having me. Now, we wanted to talk not so much about measurement per se, because this is measurement's a huge area, and uh, you know, trying to delve into it in a in a 50-minute podcast is tough. But we wanted to ask you about the really the drivers of of good measurement and uh, what people need to look towards. So, you know, what are the three things you would advise your clients to do when it comes to putting in a, a good a measurement philosophy in place? Well, I've thought about this, and I think I've boiled it down to what I call the three C's, um, which would be curiosity, um, a sort of challenging or um, a challenging mind, and a commitment to continuous learning. Um, so I wanted to cover off some of some of those thoughts really on our on our chat today, uh, starting off with the idea of, of curiosity, because I think that measurement is all about asking good questions in order to get really really good answers, and I think that the point about making a good media analyst is 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 taking that curiosity further really um not settling for the answers that you get when you look into your uh, evaluation and, and and measurements but to uh carry on asking questions and digging deeper to find to find more answers um i don't know if that's something that you found when you worked on evaluation programs before but it's the uh not stopping at not stopping the answer one, but letting answer one turn into another ten more questions that need answering. I don't know if that says something about the nature of the people doing the evaluation itself, um, but definitely curiosity is a is a an important trait to have in the industry. Do you find it, it can sometimes be it can sometimes be challenging on the uh, the client side? You know, where we we like to ask lots of questions, but we we try to draw our limits. Uh, but but that also leads on to the issue of of challenging information, which I find fascinating and not being complacent. Can you tell us a little bit more about that, especially you know with with the social media the world that we now live in? Yeah, I think this is a really important thing, and we find that I think a lot with clients who are signing up to use perhaps a lot of fast tools or automated systems who who then perhaps let's say might become a little bit complacent at the speed and the 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 the, the ability to get that data at their fingertips really really quickly but to perhaps perhaps become a little bit complacent in not digging into the data that's behind it so my sort of point there really is to is to not always believe in the data that you receive and to and to constantly challenge um the data that comes to you i, I uh, something that has you know, come from big advertisers such as 
P&G and, and so on in, in recent years, um, challenging the, the, the data that they're getting from, from organizations like Facebook and so on. But we, we really must always challenge the data that we receive and dig into it to make sure that the data that feeds our knowledge is actually robust. Um, I've got some examples, for example. Um, you know, it's about setting up a really, really good search string, for example, on your monitoring to ensure that the content that's coming through on your monitoring is actually 100% all about your brand or your product. Um, I've had a client that, that thought they'd set up a monitoring system and hadn't really dug into the detail and realized that there was actually another generic generic word that matched their brand that was feeding through lots and lots of content into their, um, into their portal. And so it's really important that they sort of dig deeper and look at the content that's, that's coming through into these dashboards and, and real-time systems in order to really get a, an idea of, of, of the quality of the data that's coming through and to, and to challenge some of that and to tighten up search strings, for example, if, if they find that the, uh, that the, the information coming through isn't sort of 100% spot on for their needs. Uh, another idea of, of challenge is, for example, I've worked with a PR agency and uh, they did a very a simple piece of um, tracking for their, for their work and they would, for example, every time they got a piece of coverage in the Daily Mail, they would take the monthly audience figure for that Daily Mail piece, um, or the online Daily Mail, and they would claim that that was the potential audience of, of that particular piece. But they didn't challenge that figure, and they didn't question it. Um, and, and that sort of led them up for, for disappointment, because they would look at their over-time over charts, um, you know, the trends over time for their, um, for their audience results, and of course, when you've had one piece in the Daily Mail one month, and you've got a potential reach of 92 million, if you take the number that's given to you, the next month, it's really hard to achieve that same thing again. So you set yourself up for a fall if you don't challenge the original piece of data that comes through to you. So it's about challenging data sometimes. And, and that sort of leads back to that curiosity, doesn't it? It's, uh, it's really digging down into the numbers that are coming out and, and questioning them and challenging them sometimes. I think that, that, that those are two things that are really um, key qualities for, for, for a media analyst. Is that and then there's the, and then that's the third element, which is the uh, commitment to continuous learning. Now, again, with the changes that we're seeing, how important is um, the need to continually invest in learning both on the client side and also the agency side? Oh, I think it's really important. I mean, the pace of change uh, in, in PR has been crazy, but also in the, in the measurement sector itself has been crazy. And I'm just delighted that, you know, we've got so much resource out there now on social media. There's so many uh, excellent people that we can follow in the industry. I know the IABC Academy itself runs its own courses, but there's uh, the Evaluation Industry Body, um, AMEC, the International Association for the Measurement and um, Evaluation of Communications. They have an amazing site, and there's so many resources there. There are some great newsletters that you can sign up to. There's one called the Measurement Standard, for example. There's Measurement Month, which is run by AMEC in, in November. Um, and there's just so much out there to, uh, to, to provide you with the opportunities for, for continuous learning, particularly on um, elements such as Google Analytics, for example. I mean, YouTube itself is a, is a great 
continuous learning um, tool for all of us. And, and I think it's really important because there are many of us working in this field from all disparate parts of the world. It's sometimes difficult for us to all get together in the same place geographically for, for conferences and so on. But um, the ability to, to learn from each other, to take part in podcasts and to listen to webinars is, is crucial. And that's definitely something that I've benefited, benefited from over the years. And it's changed so much. I mean, 20 years ago when I started in this field, it was pre-online, pre pre-digital. And it's just a testament to how, how things have changed in, in 20 years. Um, what we do now is completely different from what we did 20 years ago. So uh, there's a necessity, really, to carry on evolving. There's new social media tools opening all the time. There's new trends. Um, so we just have to keep on keep on evolving. Well, with the evolution, where are we headed when it comes to measurement? Is is measurement going to become, you know, mainstream in, in a sense in terms of how much is being spent and and the importance is given to measurement? I think that there is a growing importance placed on measurement, and it's the ability for, for particularly the measurement within the PR space is, is, is able to, to prove itself much better nowadays in this digital world. There's much clearer evidence of, of you know, actions being taken as a result of, of PR that's being put out there. We can see engagement rates. We can, we can see real evidence of consumers interacting with content, and, and that data gives us the proof points that the, that, the, that the work that we're putting out there is working. You know, with Google Analytics, you can look at, for example, referral traffic to see whether links placed in media coverage are leading back to, to clicks to particular websites and so on. So there's a much more robust set of data out there that allows us to, to really understand whether the PR elements that we're placing out there are having an impact and, and audiences are acting upon it. But there's just so much more to do because uh, I think feeding on to that point of commitment to continuous learning, there are so many different organizations that are in such different places on their measurement journey. And there are some organizations doing real complex um, measure measurements, which involves linking outputs, um, you know, clips, sentiment, impressions, and so on back to back to outcomes and, and business objectives, and those are people who are sort of in, in the advanced space, so to speak, on measurement. But there are still so many people out there that are still at what I'd call the simple level of measurement. So there is so much more to do. Well, with that, um, I want to first of all thank you for, for the time you've given us. Um, where can we find you and follow you and engage with you? So sure, yeah, I'm on Twitter. Um, follow me at, at Steph Bridgman. Um, that's like a bridge and a man, Steph Bridgman. Or um, check out our website, which is experiencemediaanalysts.com. We're here to support any organization with its media valuation. Wonderful. And I see on your Twitter profile as well, the, the first word is hashtag PR measurement. So, um, you yeah, know, we, we know what we're going to get with your Twitter feed. Yeah. PR measurement is a great hashtag to follow, both on LinkedIn and, and on Twitter as well. Wonderful. Well, thank you very much, Steph, and it's been a pleasure to have you on the IBC Media Podcast. Thank you, Alex. That's great. Cheers. Thank you.